Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 55 past the hour. Sponsored by Young Express. It's time for the latest from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on The Fan. Being joined now by our guy, Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio. You hear him weeknights 5 to 9 here on 1250 AM. The Fan, of course, Ion Football on Sundays from 11 to 7. Uh, the Red Zone version of what happens uh, on the radio does a great job with that. Bringing them on to talk Packers, Buccaneers coming up this uh, weekend. And uh, I guess first, the reason I wanted to get you on was normally you do an Eye on the Enemy segment. And I don't know anybody that loves Tom Brady more than Zach Gelb. So I figured this would fit just fine, Zach. So we'll get you on to talk about uh, this Packers-Buccaneers matchup. From what you've seen and you watch all the games every weekend, what do you make of the Buccaneers right now? Because they are quite banged up. Yeah, Sparky, thanks so much for having me as always. Uh, offensive line is a concern. You knew that even before the season did start. Now the Mike Evans suspension was upheld, so he's going to be out as well. Julio Jones dealing with an injury. Chris Godwin dealing with an injury. So as long as eventually throughout the season they're able to find a way to protect Tom Brady, I think that it's going to play out in a pretty good way for the Buccaneers this year because what I've been noticing the first two weeks is that their defense is back to championship caliber form like it was two years ago compared to the defense last year, which was still good. But as you know, in the big spot after Brady made that comeback up against the Rams, they had that miscommunication, and that's how their season did end after Matthew Stafford had the big pass to Cooper Cup. So defense looks like a championship standard defense so far. Offense needs work, but if you have an offense that is doubted uh, with Tom Brady leading the way, we've seen this more times than not that Brady finds a way not only to find a way to make it work, but work at a very elite level. Everybody wants to crown Philadelphia the champs in the NFC after two weeks, and, and we'll see how that whole thing plays out. But I think this is is kind of a test for the Green Bay Packers. The Bears stink, obviously, uh, and their offense looked really good being able to run the football. But like you talked about with Tampa Bay and their defense, I think this is more of a true test for where this Packers offense is right now going into week three. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it, because you're going up against a phenomenal defense, and the Packers have had their own offensive line issues. Uh, clearly, no more Devontae Adams at the wide receiving position, and these wide receivers, they got to grow up quickly, but I do think the strength of this team, which is bizarre to say when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, because we all know Aaron Rodgers is an unbelievable quarterback, a top-four quarterback in the NFL, the back-to-back MVP award winner. That run game, for now, may be their best formula to win with Aaron Jones, uh, with A.J. Dillon as well. Using Jones, as you saw uh, last week in the passing game as well, those two backs is really what's going to survive 
and keep uh, the Packers from really getting derailed by these speed bumps early on in the season. When you talk about this Packers defense against his Buccaneers offense, you talk about the offensive line being banged up, the wide receivers, obviously question marks there of who's going to play and not play going into this weekend. Is, is the way you get to Tom Brady by blitzing Tom Brady and bringing that additional pressure because of what he has at wide receiver and the lack of offensive line, is that the key to success, do you think, for this Packers defense? Yeah, I think so because we've seen it throughout the years, whether it is the Ravens, the Jets, the Giants, whoever those teams were that beat Brady in the big moment, the way that you find a way to beat Tom Brady is to cause havoc up front and put him on his, his you-know-what. I even go back to that Eagles Super Bowl in Super Bowl 52 when he carved up that Eagles defense for 505 yards. The way that the Eagles finally made a game-changing play was bringing pressure with Brandon Graham uh, getting the football out of Brady's hand and then being recovered by Derek Barnett. So uh, I think Kenny Clark needs to have a massive game and really just dictate the the line of scrimmage. And, And you know how much I like Kenny Clark. I still think he's one of the more underrated players in the league. And it's kind of ridiculous that we have to call him underrated with how great that he's been. Uh, But this is a week where maybe you wish you had Zadarius Smith still there. I know he's with Minnesota and he tormented the Packers in week one. But, yeah, you got to get to Brady. If you let Brady sit back and dissect this defense – I don't care who he has at wide receiver. He'll find a way to make garbage into gold. You know, the one one story I think is pretty cool in this whole deal is kind of uh, the reincarnation of Leonard Fournette and how he's really been able to kind of rejuvenate himself uh, after Jacksonville, Jacksonville and how well he's played with Tampa Bay uh, and continuing to play with Tampa Bay to this point. I, I think that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you remember how good he was coming out of college. And then that year when they got to the AFC title game, He was dominant, and he was annoyed, and that entire Jaguars team felt like the Steelers showed them zero respect, even though the Jaguars, people forget, beat them in the regular season. The Steelers are already talking about the AFC Championship rematch with the Patriots. And then you just see what happens when you're in a toxic environment, and that's what Jacksonville turned into, and how quickly that thing just crumbled from being a team that was a surprise team, a team that was almost uh, half away from going to the Super Bowl. And then when it starts to crumble, you get players that check out, and then you get new life with Brady and Tampa, and that's an environment where it's Super Bowl or bust, and you've seen Leonard Fournette really thrive, and not only thrive and be an important piece, be a big piece uh, come postseason time. You know the guys uh, over at Barstool always call him playoff Lenny. So um, that's something that uh, has been a fun story to see, and he's one of those guys that you could tell it's just the Brady factor and having Brady in that locker room, and they expect to win the Super Bowl each and every year, how it really turns his career around. All right, so there's your Packer Bucks preview. Now time for, bring, for me to bring up some other stuff involving me and Zach Elp. I remember when the Philadelphia Eagles hired Nick Sirianni, and I told you, I'd like, I'm like, I think he's going to be a good hire. <laughs> then he had his, his opening press conference, and he was a train wreck, and I was texting going, he's going to be fine. It's just a press conference. Don't worry, it'll be okay. And now, like I said earlier in the interview, people are digging the Eagles and thinking uh, that they're going to be able to do this. Is this a case of uh, the Eagles winning despite Sirianni, or is he better than you thought? Ever since he made that ridiculous flower analogy, I thought he was cooked in Philadelphia. Because that I've lived in Philadelphia, I've covered the Eagles, I went to Temple, so I've been in that. I lived in that city for about seven or eight right. years, and I go, oh, "That's not going to play well." And he got destroyed that week. But ever since he made those comments, we've seen a different Philadelphia Eagles team. And I was doing the draft show for CBS Sports Radio when I when I joined you uh, last, 
at Vegas, and I remember the night when they traded for A.J. Brown. When they traded for A.J. Brown, my initial reaction was, wow, Tennessee's going to take a big step back. That's a bad move. And then I also followed it up by saying, the Philadelphia Eagles, that's going to be the difference, and that's why they're going to win the NFC East. So I was optimistic about Philly going into the year. I picked them all offseason long to win the NFC East. But my question was, could they emerge as the fourth-best team in the NFC? Because the three best teams in the order in the NFC, Bucks, Rams, and Packers, going into this year and in a week NFC I was wondering who could be that fourth team and Philadelphia right now looks like a Super Bowl contender because they have a dominant defense they have two really good wide receivers in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith a solid run game one of the better offensive lines in the league and Jalen Hurts who I've always rooted for and I always thought it would be smart for a team to take him in the second or third round I know when Philadelphia did so it was a little bit hairy because Carson Wentz was still there and it didn't really make sense but it was viewed as an insurance policy at the time when Wentz did fail in Philadelphia they handed the baton over to Jalen Hurts and he's gotten better each and every year and he's a consummate professional. I talked to him at the Heisman uh, finalist uh, ceremony uh, back in 2019 when Joe Burrow won the award and he said to me, I was able to overcome the adversity of getting benched at Alabama and then going to Oklahoma because I always bet on myself. So he's always had that confidence and he's always handled himself the right way. People just wondered if he could be a good NFL quarterback. We know the mobility's there, but what you saw on Monday night up against the Vikings was that arm is a lot better than what people thought. So I'm not ready to say that he's a franchise quarterback, but he will be their quarterback next year because he's going to go to the playoffs in back-to-back years, and he's a good quarterback. And I think by the end of the year, we'll know if we're ready to call him a franchise QB or not. And he's an improved quarterback, and that's what you want to see. You want to see improvement from year to year, and I think Jalen Hurts is showing you that. One last one, AFC. Everybody wants to crown the Bills in the AFC and put him in the Super Bowl. Are you there? The only reason why I did not pick them to win the Super Bowl this year is because everyone was picking them to win the Super Bowl, and I wanted to just be a little bit different. Now, that wasn't me saying they were not going to win the Super Bowl because uh, three, four months before the season started, I was saying they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. There is not a flaw with that team. Josh Allen is Superman. He's unstoppable right now. That offensive line is really, really good. The wide receivers gave Davis didn't even play the other night. It wasn't a problem. We know how great Stephon Diggs is, and that defense – I know they were a number one defense last year, but when I talked to Brandon Bean right after the draft, we talked about the, the, the move of bringing in Von Miller, and I go, how valuable is that Super Bowl experience? And he goes, yes, having that leadership and that Super Bowl experience is key because I made the point to him, I don't think they would have blown that – uh, lead up against the Chiefs in the divisional game with 13 seconds to go if they had that calm leadership voice and a dominant presence of Von Miller. And you saw that team, they're running around like a, a chicken without their head uh, as it was cut off uh, in those final 13 seconds. So uh, that secondary is a bunch of ball hawks. We know that Von Miller is still a great player, and maybe they add Odell Beckham Jr. That would Oof. not surprise me whatsoever. But this is just the Bills team that they're rolling right now. And the next few weeks, and you know this, uh, with their schedule all the way through October, uh, you've got some great games on the docket. And if they get through that um, undefeated, then you look at the rest of the schedule, there's going to be – you think the Bills' love now is big? Wait until if they get through October 31st undefeated, then it's going to go to a whole new level. He is Zach Galb. Follow him on Twitter at Zach Galb. Of course, check his show out out weekdays 5 to 9 right here on the Fantasy of Sports Radio. And then um, my favorite show, I just absolutely love it. It's sponsored by Q Club of Wisconsin here in Waukesha locally. I on football on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I call it the red zone on uh, on the radio dial. How would you describe it? Yeah, I, I think you, you hit it exactly. Um, you know, obviously we can't 
directly take you to the play-by-play of the game because we don't have the rights, but we have reporters in every stadium. Uh, after the game, we get players on from inside the locker room, uh, post-game sound, instant reaction. So, yeah, I think that is a pretty damn good way of describing it. It's red zone on the radio, and uh, so happy that obviously you guys carry it each and every Sunday. And obviously you know how much love I have for 1250 The Fan and all the great work that you do, Sparky. So uh, fired up to uh, chat with you here, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens this Sunday because this Packers-Bucks game uh, is one of the better games of the weekend. You also got the Bills at the Dolphins, which is going to be really intriguing as well. Patriots at the Ravens, and I think this is going to surprise you because you know how big of a Patriot fan I am. I am, and My NFL predictions have been horrible, so maybe this will actually be a good thing for me. I think the Ravens are actually going to beat my Pats this weekend, so uh, another good weekend of football upcoming. Your Pats are done, just like the Colts. They're both done. It doesn't. It doesn't. They're both done. It doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll make that proclamation right well now. They're both done. No, they're done. They're done. I mean, they're, they're, I didn't think they were going to be a playoff team before the start of the season. And no. these next two weeks are going to be very telling. But you can still have that hope uh, marinate a little bit until you tell me that my season's over. Now, the Colts, they stink, but the whole AFC South sucks, Sparky. So no, no, I guess they still have a chance just no. to get to the product of the division. I've been a Frank Reich guy. So, so you're laying the six and a half I, this weekend I, uh, I, on the Chiefs? Yeah, I, I, I've been a Frank Reich guy this whole time for the Colts. We all know I'm a Colts fan. Uh, but after watching the first couple of weeks and his uh, belief in Matt Ryan throwing the ball a million times a game and not giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor – uh, this is not going to work. It, it's just not. Matt Ryan is not Matt Ryan of who Matt Ryan was. Uh, and they essentially ignored Jonathan Taylor for the first quarter of that last football game. It drove me nuts. So, yeah, I'm pretty frustrated and angry about the whole situation. And mind you, no Shaquille Leonard, no Pittman Jr. last week, and he's practicing and he'll probably play this week and so forth. But I'm pretty uh, peeved by what I've seen so far from Indy. All right, Zach Gelb, thank you so much, my friend. Sparky, you the best. Appreciate it. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Zach Gelb. Check him out again. CBS Sports Radio right here on The Fan. And weeknights from 5 to 9. And of course, Ion Football presented by Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. You got your pool games, indoor bocce ball, darts, foosball, ping pong. They got it all going on, plus great food and drink specials as well. Check them out. Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.